Hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of Coach Talk. Today I'm joined by head women's basketball coach for Patrick Henry Community College, Herb Daniel. This episode of Coach Talk is brought to you by P2C Athlete Prep. Coach Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Howard. I appreciate um, having me on. Definitely. So let's, let's kind of uh, delve into this thing. One of the things that we try to do here at Coach Talk is empower parents and student athletes and educate them on the recruiting process. So let's get into it. Okay. So, Coach, you just took over the program there mid-season. So how's that transition been for you so far? It has turned out to be a great blessing. Um, as you said, I took over uh, mid-season, and, um, you know, the young ladies have really come together and molded as a team. Uh, we are, you know, we have a great core group. I have about seven young ladies, and it is a great core that's going to be part of something very special next year. So, Coach Daniels, congratulations on the new job. So what has been one of the, I guess, biggest adjustment pieces for you transitioning from being a head high school women's coach, well, girls basketball coach, to now coaching women's basketball at the junior college level? Well, a couple things. Uh, the recruiting process is always uh, go going to be challenging, especially uh, when you come into a junior college and, you know, having to go out and explain to parents and, you know, players the, the you know, the benefit of being able to do that, especially when, you know, you come into a situation where a number of young ladies may have higher expectations than possibly coming to a junior college and play. Uh, but that, that, that's been kind of an eye opener for me. Other than that, everything else is right along the same lines. You know, coaching is coaching, understanding the X's and O's and personalities and those things. And, and so you mentioned benefits there. So what are some of those benefits that a student athlete who is looking to continue to play in college could gain from that two-year or even that one-year experience there at a junior college? And I'm glad you said one year or two years as well, because a lot of times uh, you'll have uh, athletes, they'll see two years and they'll think that's, you know, it's locked in at two years. But you are correct. One year or two years. And some of those benefits are a couple of things. One, you're going to be get you're going to show a college coach, a four year coach that you can handle the academics of a college and you can also uh, handle the, uh, the the stress level and everything that comes along with being a student athlete. So it's almost like a trial run. And I always tell the players that are coming in, I'm not recruiting them just to come to Patrick Henry Community College. I'm recruiting them to go to the next level, to stay with me that one or two years, uh, get a little fine tuning, and then move on to the next level. Definitely. So what type of player in your opinion, do you think would get the the best, I guess, um, advantage of going that junior college route? Is it someone who doesn't have the grades, um, someone who feels like they didn't get the looks, and so this is another opportunity for them? Like, what's, what, student what type of student athlete 
do you think would benefit the most from that? Well, I would tell you the type of athletes that I look for is high character. Uh, that that has to be number one. You know, what type of person are you um, overall? And in terms of answering your question there, I think those players that may not have necessarily received the looks that they possibly could have received because maybe they went to a smaller school or they were not, they were unaware or their high school coach was unaware of how to really promote that student. But you have to be a student uh, before being a student athlete, even leaving high school. One of the things that I look at is I look at grades. We, I have recruited six young ladies to come into our program. They have a combined GPA, a combined GPA of a 4.1 out of the six young ladies that I've recruited. So I look for those students that are already students first. Definitely. And that's good stuff right there. So making that transition from the high school to college and then getting out there on the recruiting trail. So what are some of the, the things that you are looking for as you look to recruit players for Patrick Henry there? Like what are some of the traits as far as on the court that you're looking for as a coach? You know, one of the things that uh, I'm beginning to realize as a high school coach, I sent out a, a, just a magnitude of film on some of my young ladies. And I really wasn't exactly sure what I was sending. Um, a lot of times I was sending a highlight here or a highlight there. But as a coach, you know, you're looking for that young person that can score, you know, in all three levels. Can you score from the wing? Can you score, you know, can you score in the post? Uh, can you score mid-range? So you're looking for someone that can do that. But I will tell you, ultimately, is you're looking for someone who has a lot of energy, uh, someone who can really get after it on the defensive end of the ball. You know, you want that player that can play both ends of the floor. You look at basketball IQ. A lot of young players now do not have a lot of basketball IQ. They are living with the, uh, you know, living with the uh, physicality or they're living with the athleticism and they're not exactly sure how to play the game. So some of those things I look for, but I also look for, you know, that one or two, what I call a diamond in the rough where I can see a young lady playing and I'm going, you know what, with a little bit of tweaking here and there, she could be really, really good. I ran into that situation with a young lady that's on the team this year. And she was averaging about seven or eight points a game prior. She's now a double-double, you know, 15, 16 points a game at a minimum with 12 or 13 rebounds. And it was just a very small thing that was teaching her how to go to the basket, how to use her body to protect the ball, just small things like that. Good stuff, good stuff. Now, with COVID and everything, you guys are obviously playing a shortened season. Um, do your players get a additional year of eligibility there if they want it, or did they not do it at the junior college level? I'm, I'm curious. That's a great question. We are a junior college, a D2 junior college, and yes, they will have an additional year of eligibility. Um, and just kind of like, you know, your NCAA um, teams that are out there. So to answer that question is 100%, they will have an additional year of eligibility. Nice. So how has, so how has that impacted how you're recruiting? Um, I know you said you bought it. That's another years. great question. Correct. That's another great question. Cause now I'm going to have to look at whether I'm going to have a three year player versus a two year player. 
And then what am I going to do with that three-year player? Because let's say theoretically a young lady decides to stay two more years because she has this year plus two more because of COVID. And she becomes a three-year player. And then I'm still continuing to recruit. Now I have a one-year player in, a three-year player in, and then I got to figure out how do you manage that? So that's one of the reasons my players that even though they get an additional year, all of my players within that one year, I am trying to find them, you know, a four year school that they can move on to because that's going to create sort of like a, you know, like a little like like a little stop fail, a little stop fall there. Yep, definitely. Definitely. So. Tell us a little bit about Patrick Henry. Um, what do you guys have to offer there in lovely Martinsville, Virginia? Henry County area. Okay. Okay. I think you're familiar with Martinsville, but I'll I'll share with the public. Uh, It's a small area and, you know, in a lower Virginia, Uh, you know, not, not a lot of, not a lot of people, not a really big town, but the school I think is ideal for, you know, that young person that wants to get one or two more years before they move, you know, move on to maybe a little larger city. You know, it, you know, it was a big tobacco town, uh, so the school still kind of benefits from some additional funds and things there. You know, although we are a D2 JUCO and we don't necessarily have athletic scholarship uh, money, we have numerous of money that's available to students who have good grades or who does a certain amount of things in the community, community service and those type things. So, you know, you know, they offer uh, anywhere up between 10, 15 degrees and they're still working on um, a couple of more. Uh, nursing being one of the big um, programs that they have there, criminal justice, uh, just to name a couple of business uh, classes, obviously, are there as well. And you can actually leave there with your associates uh, before you move on. And another wonderful thing, and not just about Patrick Henry, about some of the other community colleges in Virginia, they have agreements with your four-year schools such as Virginia, uh, JMU, and, and other schools that are in Virginia that once you complete your two years at that community college with a certain GPA, you're automatically accepted into one of those four-year schools. Now, not automatically accepted into the basketball program, make sure you understand that, but to be able to go there and become a student. Definitely. And yeah, so for those that don't know, um, Patrick Henry is in the Henry County, Martinsville, Virginia area, my hometown. So for me to have the opportunity to sit down and talk to coach Daniel. I mean, it, it's surreal for me um, to be able to put a spotlight on my hometown on this platform. I think it's huge. And every opportunity that we can do that, we will. Um, so Patrick Henry is a, a D2 Juco. Um, you guys don't have dorms there. So how, how do you guys work that situation with students who may be from out of town and making those arrangements for them for having somewhere to live? That's a great question as well. Um, As I said before, you know, although we don't have academic monies, but we, and that's no reason too, I I recruit such high GPAs because there are so many scholarships that are available for those students that the only cost that they generally incur would be their apartments. And the apartment runs between anywhere between $250 or $300 a month. But that's you sharing with someone. So you're essentially, it's a $600 apartment for most of the apartments. And you're paying essentially $300, maybe $350 by the time you put your lights and your water and those type things in there. 
So it's, so basically the student is paying for their room and board, uh, which is an apartment cost um, and everything else is generally taken care of depending on what your grades are and some of the things that you were able to do in high school. As well as transfer, we received a great transfer uh, from one of our local four year schools and that young lady is coming here and her parents are ecstatic because the price went from about 50,000 to about 5,000. So let's talk about that kind of a little bit. Um, being in that Martinsville, Henry County area, a lot of talent in that Piedmont, especially in the Piedmont district, uh, Danville, Danville um, a lot of local schools there with a lot of talent. But Absolutely. you've extended that reach for PH well beyond the boundaries of Henry County to bring in a lot of these players you've brought in this year, correct? That is absolutely correct. You know, as I told the athletic director when he brought me on my on board, my number one thing would be to recruit the local area. I wanted to try to make sure we own that area, that if any young lady who was a talent that we were not going to and, and she wanted to play basketball at the next level, we were not going to let her get away. So you have schools like Martinsville that I know you're aware of and all the number of state championships they have won. You have Patrick County, you have Magna Vista, uh, you have Bassett. So you have a number of really good high schools in that area with talented programs. And then I expanded my reach out to other places in Virginia, you know, Northern Virginia, the Tidewater area, um, you know, and even down in Southwest uh, Virginia, where you have a lot of good basketball there. And, um, you know, I, I was able to speak with some of those coaches. And by me being a high school, a former high school coach, I have a good relationship with a lot of the other high school coaches in the state. So I'm able to reach out to them and say, do you have a player, you know, that, you know, that you need for us to take a look at? And that was one of the reasons we were able to get the young lady who had transferred because I spoke with uh, the coach at Spotswood High School. And I said, well, coach, what do you have there? He said, coach, I don't, but I have a young lady that went to school. Things didn't work out for her. She may be great for your program. And she was a she was very instrumental on that particular team winning a state championship. And I think she is going to be great for us. But even further than that, um, I love basketball. 
Uh, my daughter played basketball at West Point. My sons played basketball, you know, at a junior college. So I travel whenever I can and look at tournaments. So I found myself in North Carolina at a tournament and I made um, a great connection with the coach down there. And when as soon as I took this job, I gave him a call and said, coach, look, this is where I am now. You told me what you have been able to do with some of your students. What do you have? And he actually, and we recruited her. She's a young lady from Brazil, but she happened to have been in a private school in North Carolina for the last three years. So we actually have two international students. I had a young lady who played for me last year from Spain, Barcelona area, and she is now with us. So you are correct. You know, that's a big difference from high school and college level as well. High school, you have to play with who happens to be in your district. College, in my opinion, the entire world is open to me. I'm working with a young lady from Africa right now. Yeah, uh, you've taken that program global really quick. Absolutely. <laughs> and so Absolutely. I, and, 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 and it's going to continue to expand. And, and that's awesome, um, especially bringing in all those different students into that area. That, influ that influx of, of talent, and not just on a basketball court, but from a mental and a, a economic standpoint of bringing in people from different areas of the, of the world into Martinsville and, and really injecting some of that into the culture there, I think is awesome. Um, and so and you said it too, the culture there. As well, and, and that you're absolutely correct because when you're bringing people from different parts of the country, different parts of even the United States, you know, there there there's a culture difference, and for everyone to be able to come together and be able to be successful, um, I'm retired military, and I've had to travel a number of places, and you're meeting people from different areas that you're not familiar with, and you find yourself making some of the best friends in the world with uh, you know you know with places and things that you are not even familiar with. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, I, I, I still have friends that are from the military, from other countries, from different assignments that, yeah, you're, you're definitely right about that. So let's kind of uh, look at um, the, I want to, I want to touch on that one and two year difference and what that means to a student-athlete. So I guess it was probably 2012 or 13 when the NCAA made the rule where if you were a non-qualifier, you had to have your associate degree. But for all those – and so that means that student-athlete, if they weren't a non-qualifier for an NCAA school, is going to have to do two years to get that associate's degree. But if they were a qualifier, they could come there for that one year and then transfer on if they found a school that, that was a fit for them. So how are you leveraging that as you start to go down this path and, and, and growing that program at Patrick Henry? Like that balance of the non-qualifiers, the qualifiers, one years, two years, like that balance has got to be pretty tricky. Um, and, you know, everybody's just seen last chance you, the basketball version. So that's, that's really put junior colleges on a map. And with the, the clearinghouse or the eligibility center 
and the mm-hmm. transfer portal having 800 plus players trying to transfer and all these players got another year at that four year school level. Like that's gotta be something that, that you've got to balance as well as you go down this road. And so, how, Correct. How do you, um, you, you know, know I, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you as, um, as I, you know, just now started this, as you know, um, not more than a month and a half ago, I'm still learning all the rules, regulations. And, you know, my athletic director gave me, you know, gave me the book that's about that thick of all the rules and everything in there to make sure, you know, that I don't make any missteps. And I'm still reading that. But I would tell you, just to answer part of that question or that question there, and this is what I'm trying to get through to, you know, even a lot of the high school kids that are, uh, some of them are still waiting. I'm waiting to see if this college is going to give me a chance. And, and I, you know, and right now I'm recruiting for next year immediately. I want my team together, you know, very quickly so we can start doing some Zooms in the summer. And when we're allowed to work out together and those type of things, we're able to do some of those things. But what we're finding is that a lot of the students, because of COVID, this, this year kind of really threw a monkey wrench into a lot of things. A lot of those students that may have been recruited were not because they were not seeing their senior year. And a lot of them are still waiting to see if they hear from a respective school. And I'm trying, you know, making sure that they understand, look, right now NCAA has given additional year of eligibility to players. So that school that may have had a potential three you know, the roster of three people, I need three people. They may not need that now because guess what? I have three young ladies who's going to stay or men that's going to stay that additional year. So yes, navigating those waters are very, very tough, very, very tricky. Um, I do think everything will get back on, you know, get back on track within a year. Uh, but right now it's tough and it may be even more. I see you shake your head. I agree. It may be a little bit more than a year because... So you think five because uh, because, you know, having having someone to stay that long is really difficult for the ones that are trying to get in there. I think it's going to be five years before recruiting goes back to where it was before COVID. Because if you think about it, right, the 20, 2021 class has five years. They have five years. Correct. And so Correct. you won't see 
a large a large class going back to a four year school to probably twenty twenty four twenty twenty five just because that sophomore has four years that junior's got three years and so it's going to be interesting and it's going to impact recruiting classes all the way down to like kids that are eighth graders now will probably be the first class to walk into a four-year school and there'll be a class where they bring in five or more players. Well, I'm telling you, I'm going to definitely use this to my advantage. Um, like I said, I am, you know, I am 100% um, aggressively recruiting. And because of you're going to have that time period where, you know, it's somewhat, dis- for lack of better words, discombobulated a little bit there, um, I'm going to use everything that I can to grab those players. And hopefully by the time it stretches back out to where, you know, where you say it should be, we have then developed the reputation that this is a place that you want to go for one or two years prior to going on. Even if you have a D2 offer, you may think, hey, let me see if I can go to this community college for one year, two years and up my status, which is one of the things that I'm trying to get students to understand as well. You know, they may look at you now and say, okay, I think they may be a D2, D2, D3 player or D2 player. You come to a community college for two years, work your behind off, get your academics up, do all of those things. And all of a sudden you're now a, a, a grade higher than you were coming out of high school. And you have a couple more years of maturity, which college coaches look for. They want, they want those low, well, you know, I guess what you call uh, low maintenance athletes. I only have to work with you on the court. Or I only have to work with you on the field. I don't have to worry about you coming to class on time. I don't have to worry about you staying out all hours and not being able to do what you're supposed to do in the classroom. Give me a low maintenance athlete that's going to work hard and I'll work with you. Definitely. I mean, I would say to the person, every coach that I've talked to, Division Two, even some of the Division Three coaches, but Division Two and above, will tell you to the man, their current roster, if that player isn't a headache, they're bringing them back if they want to come back. Because they're getting Absolutely. a seasoned, Absolutely. They're getting a seasoned collegiate player. And in most cases, I'm getting an adult. I'm not getting a high. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting a teenager. I'm getting an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm getting someone. And else. I would tell you, I am bringing back. Oh, I have given. I have given the option of all the young ladies that I have an option of coming back. However, having said that, they also know that I am recruiting very vigorously, very aggressively. So they know that they have this summer to continue to work on those things that they may need to improve because someone else is coming in right behind them. that little baby, that little baby's coming in right behind them and looking to push them out the door. So yeah. you have to continue to work. But like you said, and like I tell my players, you got a benefit. You're playing for me right now. You're playing for the coach right now. So you know what to expect. Those that are coming in, they still have to learn. 
So therefore, use that to your benefit, to your advantage. And you're right. The four years of schools are probably doing the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. They, they, it, it was uh, I was talking to one coach and she was like, I'm not recruiting anybody for the next two years. My roster's set for the next two years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that right there, that, that's 2021, 2022, not getting recruited. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and, and you so, are right. You are right. <laughs> and so what that does for junior colleges is it's, it probably opens the doors to a level of athlete that probably wouldn't have been there before. Correct. And, and I think that parents and students need to understand that fact and realize that they should be trying to leverage a junior college the same way that you guys are trying to leverage getting player talent is talent in mm-hmm. is leveraging that to get to a position to where they can step right in and contribute at a four year school in two years. Otherwise they're going to be paid Correct. out of the school. They're going to just be a Absolutely. student. And I will tell you that that's one of those hidden nuggets that I don't think that some of the parents realize, but once it happens, then they're going to be very grateful. It's like you said, you'll be able to come to a two-year school. And generally, most of that, those, those two years are your basic courses. You have to have a certain amount of math, certain amount of English, a certain amount of sciences, social, social sciences. There are some basic classes. No matter what school you have to go to, you're going to have to take those classes. So if you can take them for a fraction of a cost, and then you can play on a team. And plus, we're going to have a very exciting schedule. We've already scheduled um, a team in Rhode Island, a team in New York. Um, and then we got a couple down south that we're looking at. So we're going to have a very exciting schedule next year. So if you can come and play that exciting schedule where you will get more exposure, you could come and work on your academics of classes that you're going to have to take anyway and save your parents one or two years of monies. That is a win-win. And oh, by the way, make that junior college coach very, very happy that he's getting a lot of talent. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I just, so no no pressure here, nothing hurt, no, but the first year that PH was (laughs) a Division II junior college, they went undefeated all the way to the national championship, (laughs) and that was their only loss. And that team was coached by a Martinsville legend, Mr. Tony Jones. So I got to give a shout out to Tony here. Yeah, got to give a shout out to Tony here for, for, for helping build that program, for one. But the other piece to that was his backcourt became the starting backcourt for VCU. Wow. Impressive. So they had a... And like you said, and, 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 I'm, and, and, and I'm glad you said there's no pressure. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, um, but, but as you know, because you were, you know, you are from Martinsville, I reached out to you and asked, hey, who can I talk to? And then you gave me that name and I've been in touch with him and he's given me some great information that I would definitely try to capitalize on. But no, you are, you are right. Talent is here. 
Uh, it is not only here, but it's a definite state of Virginia. It's just a matter of capitalizing on that. And by what's going on now with the COVID year and schools are going to maintain uh, and retain those players for more than five years, uh, this is an opportunity to try to get some of those players to come in now and hopefully, uh, you know, recoup some of the, some of that that success. Definitely. Definitely. So, Coach. We'll close with I'll, I'll give you your final remarks to talk about whatever okay. it is you want to talk about there. Um, floor is yours. Now look at your small junior colleges. Um, if you get the right coach in there, you get the right players, right athletic director, some special things can happen. Um, and I think that that is going to happen here at Patrick Henry. As I told you before, I've been able to recruit some very talented young ladies. One is a McDonald's All-American nominee. Uh, one was, uh, you know, one of the top players in the state of North Carolina. So I think when people start to see that, they're going to want to come here. It's kind of like the old saying, winning, winning begets winning or iron sharpens iron. Uh, our goal is to give some, get some of the best comp- get some of the best players here and then go play some of the best competition. And that's one of the reasons we're reaching out to some of these other top junior colleges and said, hey, we want to come play you. Uh, just so we can kind of test ourselves. So in my final closing words there, I will tell you, Patrick Henry Community College in Martinsville is where you want to give an opportunity to. Good deal, Coach. Good to coach. And, and I'll be remiss, remiss if I don't mention this fact. So Coach Daniel is one of our evaluators when we do our Top Gun Elite showcases. And you'll be in Missouri in May, right? Yes, I will be in. I'll be in Missouri. I will be in Missouri with you. So, not only so, you can see right there, our evaluators, our coaches, current college coaches. Um, it'd be him. Um, our director of operations is actually another junior college uh, head coach. We're gonna get on here one day. Um, Keep stags. So they both took head coaching jobs this year, and then we got. Aaron Bryant up at Washington College, who's an assistant coach at uh, Division Three. So I'm excited, man. Um, I'm definitely excited for what you're doing there at Patrick Henry and the direction you have that program going. Um, I think it, it needed some new blood in there, some new lifeline in there to bring in some new ideas. Um, I think they had taken a program probably about as far as they could. And so I'm excited. I'm looking forward to what you're going to do there. And uh, you always know you got you to gotta, you gotta get a, an ally in me whenever you need me. So, But, folks, this has been Coach Talk. Thanks for watching. Have a good day. <laughs>